Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Should I be st- stop doing that now that Vince is gone? Now that Vince died, should I stop doing his voice? Should have stopped no doing way. it months ago. Yeah, I should have stopped doing it. Exactly. <laughs> I should be canceled. <laughs> follow us on Instagram, on Instagram and Twitter at hard for wrestling number four. Uh, emails, questions, and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. Big week this week. AW, how you doing? I'm good, man. Even though we've already been talking for 20 minutes, yes. all the good stuff is in the rear view. We'll talk about a little bit of wrestling. Yeah, if you ever want to talk, if you want to, maybe we should have recorded that and put it on for our Patreon subscribers. There talking about putting wax and dicks in our ears. A couple times. Chris, how are you? More interesting than anything that's happened in professional wrestling in the last year. Is that conversation of dicks and wax in ears? Uh, I'm one. Linda um, Bar, it's your big weekend, Chris. It's your big party, your yearly party. My yearly party. Uh, Let's of invite the listeners. Where are we going? We're going to um, Port Richmond. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. From this bar. <laughs> um, right what? down the street from Eagle's house. Yes, there you Eagle's go. Down the street from Eagle's house. Find That's Eagle's house. Yes, Main Street. He was yelling at some dudes, some kids yesterday. Who, Eaglesman? Eagles guy. Uh, Listeners, if you haven't been listening since we talked about this, Chris had a guy move into his neighborhood, and he painted his house like a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. Yes. Big fan. Number one fan. Yeah, and they're shortly, I think, are going to be going back to using the old Kelly Green. So uh, his house is now immediately dated. (laughs) Yeah, you know he's painting it Kelly Green. Dated house. Uh, he was yelling at – this was a while ago. I didn't even think to bring it up because it was stupid. But he was yelling at the dudes across the street. Who? Like from – we were driving down the street coming home, and Eagles guy was outside like, follow And the two dudes across the street, they were like standing out by teenagers, early 20s, standing out by their car talking. And they kind of looked at each other and did like a shrug and then just walked away. Yeah. Like, this motherfucker. Yeah, we yeah. Did you know that fucking you making noise at noon? How fucking dare you? You know, that kind of shit. <laughs> no fucking Dallas Cowboys suck. Um, so, yeah, no, this was, uh, first of all, let's start my week. Um, since we last had the podcast, I was uh, privy to hosting, uh, without my knowledge, the Young Republicans of Philadelphia Party at work. There was eight people there. Um, no, there was not. Were there any women? <laughs> uh, yeah. Really? Um, mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of people. I made a ton of money. Uh, cool. So uh, good for them. And um, I really didn't care what they were doing. But their conversations, um, other than they weren't even political conversations, just the standard getting drunk, having fun with your buddies conversations. Banter, yes. Banter, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're fucking <laughs> terrible. They were terrible. I couldn't even tell you what they were talking about. It was just very like, first of all, it was very pro-U.S. Oh, of course. Talking about U.S. war heroes. There was a lot of that going on. Oh, so you're sitting around, you're like, hey, how you been? Who's your favorite war hero? Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, so uh, oh yeah, that's right. It was stuff that was like, they were quoting, and then like, who said that? And, they were, and I'm thinking about playing trivia, uh, Guys, you're like 25 years old. Fucking dorks. <laughs> Come fucking dudes. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I'm fucking, how old am I? 46. I... Are you? Go do something. I'm 46. I don't know how old I'm 47 this year. How do you free? How do you? And now look, I'm not saying you. uh, I guess it would be the pejorative term. You, not actually you. I think that's the right way to say it. 
How do you not? How do we as adults not know how old we are? I have to care. figure out. I, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I got to figure out my age on a fucking regular basis. The only one that I need to know is 65 when it's supposedly I can retire, even though I supposedly. won't be able to. But that's 100. So they moved that to, uh, to 165. 100, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they added another 100 years. It's all social security going to be gone. Um, and also, we made a comment. Now, listen to the things I'm saying to you right now. Mm-hmm. And we made a comment. You made a comment that I was considered the liberal one at work, almost joking that I'm not liberal. Mm-hmm. Now, listen to what I'm saying to you now and what I found Dorcas Malorcas last week. Mm-hmm. Now, think of where I'm working. Yes. And what it's like in there. Psychos. Yeah, psychopaths. Good times. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And uh, it's pre-order season. My, uh, boxes are showing up, and I'm trying to explain to my wife that I didn't just pay for these. I had to do that, too. Oh, Especially God. during the pandemic. When I wasn't working, and boxes are just showing up. What's that? And they're What's looking that? at you like, What's you're that? a fucking liar. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, it's pretty good. Fucking Snake Eyes and Timber. What is it? Snake Eyes and Timber Alpha Commandos box set. I ordered that two years ago, man. <laughs> Yeah, my Hanukkah toys showed up, but they were cheap, but they're cute. Yeah, they were the micro brawlers, right? Micro brawlers, yeah. One thing that they do that I really like, and I think they did it with those Safubis that you bought, and I think every fucking collectible toy uh, company should do this, is put them in easily resealable packages. Yeah, yeah, this that those micro brawlers, you can open it, take a look at it, put it back in if you want. Well, I bought yeah. two, one to sell if I need to, and one to have. Yeah, they're cool. I like those little things. Yeah. I wish they were a little bit smaller. If I need to. I can- if I need that entail. Yeah. Like, oh God, I got no money. I know what I'll do. I'll sell my Hanukkah more. This will pay the mortgage. <laughs> it's okay, sweetie. I got these micro brawlers. If I'm in dire straits and I have to sell all my stuff. Oh God, I need gas. I need gas. Yeah, I told scooter. you this would be worth I something. I, mean, I sold it all. I made 200 bucks. <laughs> Buying micro brawlers. Buying micro brawlers as an investment asset is pretty funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, if you see how many I have I, uh, of toys. Even if I resell them for the amount I paid, and they're all in the box, I'm, five figures. I'm gonna get a nice little chunk, not five figures, but a nice little chunk of money. I've spent a lot of money in the last like five years on all right stuff from Japan. Can't believe this guy's got to work till 165. I'm working to 165. We're wrong investments. <laughs> hey man, could be crypto. Brandon Vaynerchuk could, over here. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say could be NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, hachi bachi. <laughs> I gotta get back to work soon. Yeah, when's your uh, when's your money run out? <laughs> Have you figured it out? No, I'm not looking. Right, I'm, I, I said till till Labor Day, so uh, that's came up pretty quickly. I'm just starting to feel like a human being again. Well, so. that's good though. Labor Day, it's a celebration of not working. Even though That's many right, places yeah. are still open and have sales on that day, which is contrary to pretty cool. Yeah. Day, I always had to work on Labor Day, pricks. I don't work Sundays. We've now done that, taken all of our good days of rest and turned them into big blowout sales. Yep. Thanksgiving, Christmas, everything. Good times. What a time to be American. Yeah. Remember, like, when you didn't work on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Or nothing was open? You had to make sure you got everything before it closed? I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. They made us work on Thanksgiving. The Hmm. only people that came in people waiting in line outside of Walmart that needed to use the bathroom. That was it. Gotta be open. <laughs> fucking, yo, the fucking assistant general manager looked at us and said, everybody go home. I don't give a fuck if I get fired. And we all left. Did he get fired? No. No, he moved to another store. I never heard the story of that, but, you know, 
I fucking they found the fucking the chicken in the back. Dude, <laughs> they made him. They moved him to another store, just like the Catholic Church. Yeah, he he suicide chicken. sauce up its hole of his dick. <laughs> 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 He's fucking chicken. He's fucking chicken. Boost based in hot sauce up his asshole. Unrelated. Unrelated topic. He was fucking a deaf chicken in the back. Nice. Oh, there we go. Should we talk about wrestling? Let's talk about wrestling. Uh, I don't really want to. No, we got a lot to talk about. Especially AEW. (laughs) Oh my god, there's so much AEW to talk about. So real quick, we'll just talk about. I'm going to talk about Stardom real fast. Uh, Comes out they are the second highest. Attended professional wrestling in Japan. It's the first, supposedly the first time a women's federation or women's company has come in number two. Even in the heyday of like, um, I don't know, Chigusa Nagayo in those days in the late 80s that you always see videos of girls screaming and crying in the crowd. Still were behind New and All Japan at that time. Number two, they're the only, they're, they're the only company making money. Everybody else is break even. Pretty cool. Of course, that, you know, the, the, the Bone crew, we, we watched a couple of those fucking uh, Cork and Hall shows. All dudes with bone bags. Full, packed, though. Sellouts. Very cool for a company that we've been paying attention to for a long time. And a company that I watched uh, really stink for like a couple of years, especially after the passing of Hannah Kimura. So, good stuff. Um, if you're going to check out some stuff online, and they, I always tell people, go, uh, go on their YouTube channel. They always post at least... Uh, you know, some, some highlights of some of their big matches. Stardom X Stardom show. We kind of knew where this was going. Sai Kamitani beat Himika in a pretty hard-hitting match. It was a good match. Uh, also something that um, I think was expected. Tom uh, Nakano and Natsupoi are a tag team now, and they won the tag tag in a sloppy-ass match. But, it would, you know, there you go. And I can officially say I'm over the love story between Tom Nakano and Natsupoi. I can't wait till I lose. It's disgusting. After the match, I had like a 10-minute promo. They were like... I knew we could do this together. We're going to do it together. This is going to be so great together. Us, together. And I was just like, die, die, <laughs> watching it. So there you go. And uh, the five-star at um, any show, if you see any shows that show up at Cork and Hall, you should check out the highlights because the crowd's wild. Uh, Suzu Suzuki, 0-5, or 0-3. I thought she'd be a bigger show, but, yeah. And uh, Julie versus uh, Starlight Kid. Did you guys happen to catch any of that match? Yeah, I watched it. Dude, that was fucking nuts. That was awesome. Uh, the headbutts, each... dude. The headbutts. Well, that bothers me. I, I, I can't look at that. I hate when they fuck up. Every time they do that, my reaction is just like, It's more fuck. than ever now. They've just like yes. leaned fuck. into headbutts. Everybody's headbutting each other in Star Jesus Christ, what the fuck's wrong with them? The little pee heads cracking into each other. Good. Yeah, but the other thing was is I put down uh, Match of the Year 2022 filmed with a camcorder. That's fucking brutal, right? <laughs> yeah. The one camera... On at ringside, like like, can't they put it just in the stands? Have one hard cam? I don't get it. They used to. Even New now Japan, it's... New Japan, when they used to do like the tour for G1, yeah. and they would be out in the middle of nowhere, and it wasn't broadcast, and they would just be like a house show. They'd have yeah. a stationary camera that would just film. Yeah, hard cam. That's it. Before they went like you know full production on every show, it was one camera from. It was the hockey cam. If you've ever watched hockey before, it was one camera that would pan once in a while to catch stuff outside, move back and forth. They got a handheld. I can't. This is my biggest complaint with fucking stardom. They, yeah, dude, pay for someone to. You're making money. 
You're obviously That's making what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they should uh, not focus on coming in in the black and stop recording their shows on a Motorola Razor, but that's okay. We'll see. Right. And I complained about it, what, two weeks in a row? Put these fucking Corkin shows on YouTube. At least one of the matches. I think I watched something. I forget what the fuck it was. It was free. Oh, I watched their um their um young. Oh, what the fuck's it called? It's like the young show where the, I forget. What it's, New Blood. I watched New Blood, and I just checked to see how many like I caught the end of it live. It was early in the morning, and I like just the live views. There was fucking twenty thousand people watching on YouTube. That's a lot of fucking people. If you put a Cork and Hall show on YouTube live. You're going to get at least 20, like one that's mean something, like one of these uh, five stars. You're going to get at least 25,000 people watching it. Free advertising, man. Just do it. But to the match, Chris. Yeah, that's a shitload. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, so I I actually watched uh, three matches, four matches on this card. But uh, the two that really stood out were the Suzu Suzuki, Suzy Veluki, Suzu Suzuki match. Um, That... um, I would assume that we're going somewhere with this with her not winning because she was pretty pissed off at the end that she lost. So mm. they've made a point of uh, pointing of showing that like it wasn't like it just kind of she lost, rolled out of the ring, and then we go on to whatever's going on with not so poised. So, uh, you know, I would assume that that's a part of a uh, a bigger plan. Um, uh, AEW fans, mm-hmm. that may be part of the bigger plan that she lost still those matches pretty quickly. So anyway, <laughs> and uh, and uh, the uh, SLK. Julia match, I, you know, I've said this before. Uh, since we've really been getting getting into stardom, there hasn't been since in, up until this what five star Grand Prix, there hasn't. I haven't seen much Julia actually working the entire time. Right, she's been more of a side character, very you know involved, but not straight up me getting straight up matches with her. This one man just started off hot as shit. Um. And, uh, yeah, they just, he just kind of, I hate using this term, but she just kind of drug, uh, SLK into the deep water and beat her, talked a bunch of shit, fucking rolled, got a little tangled up in the ropes at the end when she was doing a little dance and, great. uh, and left. And, um, yeah, this was really good. Like I said, I was, uh, I was, I was really, it was like, it, it, it hooked me. And, and when I say that, I mean, it was legitimately, um, one of the better matches that I've watched this year. Yeah. You know, and, and it could have a lot to do with the fact that I just watched it, but also, you know, that was pretty it was, intense, man. It was pretty goddamn good. Yeah. yeah. Especially since, since it's like a uh, middle of the tournament, nearing the end of the tournament It's usually <clears throat> G one's big with that too, that they get, that they tell their story in the be- very beginning. And at the very end, and in mm-hmm. the middle is just a bunch of matches going on. So this was, this was a good match. And we're getting that Julia run now. So let's go. Through, we'll go through the standings. So uh, in the red, the red stars compartment, Azumi and Himika are tied at ten points. But then we got a three-way tie with eight points with Utami, Koguma, and Micah. That was another good one. Utami and Micah was a good match. Uh, and then a big tie, tied up with fucking six points. I'll have to go through everybody. But uh, then in the blue stars, you got Hazuki. She was undefeated. She just lost a match at fourteen points. And there's a big contingent of people that line, you know, fans of Hazuki who are just like, oh, she's winning. She's finally winning it. She's finally winning it. And I'm just like, mm, I hate to spoil it for you, but that last, I keep saying it, last day of competition is is Julia versus Suzu Suzuki. Like, that's standing there like, this is the deciding match. Like, they, they're going to fight each other at the end. And even Suzu Suzuki has zero points at this point. But I think she's going to start. I mean, I, I keep holding on to this mask that she's going to fucking blow through some people. 
So you got Hazuki with 14 points, and you got uh, Ami Sore, who's new, and Sayakamitani, Julia, and Mirai tied at eight points. And Mayue Watani, who's still in there. And then everybody else is like kind of in the middle. All the bad guys, you know, Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, they were bound to lose matches because they're heels, and that's what heels do. And then Suzuzuku, big zero at the bottom. There's no fucking way she's going on. She's not winning a match. It's just insane. That'd be the stupidest fuck. Like, you're trying to build this somebody up as, like, the future of professional wrestling. You better get her winning some matches. Any final thoughts on this, Brain? Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. I, I, I could maybe see them going. Like, she struggles the whole tournament and then rallies the last night against Julia. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would like to see them, you know, have a meaningful match. I'm sure it will be, regardless of where she is in the standings. So. Yeah, spoiler maybe at the end. Julia can win right. she goes through, and then Suzu Suzuki beats the shit out of her and cheats to win. That'd be a good story to tell. Chris, final thoughts? Yeah, they can do that, Have even if they have that be your only win. You know, um, but like I said earlier, also could be the beginning of the beginning stages of a massive storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, that starts off with utter failure, her losing every single match she has. If you're going to go somewhere with it, you can do that. Not everything, you know, I mean, like I said, we said last week, it's it's a story. So, you know, I, I like I, that. I, I, oh, sorry. Like this is the in her head the whole time. Yeah, this is this the mountain. She, match, oh, she couldn't focus. Right. Over the over the course of the next year or so, the mountain that she had to overcome was coming in and losing every single fucking match. Right. Also, she, you know, I, I think not to point in her uh, post-match comments, she says something to the effect of uh, you're not the saying Suzuki doesn't isn't focused. She cares too much about Julia. She's not focused. That's why she's losing. Right. Dude, her doing the arch or doing the fucking bridge out of the cross body block. Don't know how anybody can do that. How do you physically do that? Down to her shoulders and then stands back up. Suzuki does. Fucking nuts. These girls are amazing. And, you know, you watch some of these matches and you're like, oh, okay, I get why Jim likes women's wrestling so much. Some of the shit they do is just fucking phenomenal. I don't know. Uh, quick comment on the TJPW Go Girl show. So it was a free event for women only to get Joshi Pro. Uh, it was a full house and no dudes. No bone bags? No bone bags. The crowd nice. was totally into it. This is fucking. This was awesome. I watched the show. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't anything like of any. It was a house show. Basically, they just got everybody on the card. But like the announcers, they had English announcing for it, and they also had um, the woman that does the uh, ringside announcing, Namba. She was describing everybody's character to people that were new in the crowd. Dude, it was fun. It was like a stage show. It was. This is a good show, and it's it's a good sign. We need more fucking women at these shows. These bone bag dudes gotta go. I'm sick of the bone bag. Look, as a bone bag man, I, got, I, I, I can't be going to this stuff no more. <laughs> you're a self-loathing bone bag. Yeah. I'm fucking sticking dicks in my you're ears. One of, aren't they, aren't they all? You're one of them self-loathing bone bag guys, <laughs> ain't you? And, uh, all you bone bags are self-loathing. Yes. <laughs> I'm so proud to be a bone bag. Uh, uh, she's so beautiful. I'm so proud of myself getting a bone. <laughs> She's on which she's 22, too old for me. <laughs> Let's move on. These guys are eating blue chew in, in the ticket line. Uh, hymns. I got my hymns. Chris, you get hymns? Oh, no. I uh, yeah, I got my hymns. Lift lift I lift heavy weights. When I was having issues with uh I never had bone bag issues, but I had um just dog ass tired testosterone issues. I just to drink too much. And uh, I uh, I got a uh, um, a recommendation from a doctor, a friend of mine, that said start lifting really heavy pump. weights. It'll increase your, increase your testosterone, and it worked. 
I was told by a doctor that I have high testosterone. And I asked him, is there any explanation for that? Like, why would I have high testosterone? And he said, stop. Stop. Just stop. He, and he said, no, he said, oh, it's because you have high testosterone. Oh, God, I love these guys. And I, so hadn't gone, I haven't been back to a doctor since, unless I was been in an emergency. I was just like, what am I doing? Why am I doing? Why am I paying these guys money? Like, insulting me like that. Like, yeah, no shit. What are the causes of high testosterone? Give me a fucking list, and maybe I can figure out what I'm doing right or wrong. Give shits. It was also the, it was also the guy that had me shit in a box, and then they lost it. Ah, Dr. Savitz. <laughs> yeah, he's rolling around <laughs> in it. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Uh, people that aren't from the Philadelphia area, go look up Eddie Savitz. All right, here we go. Ready? AW time. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. We got a pay-per-view. There's <sighs> so much stuff going on. And, I, I, you know, we could talk about Dynamite. I'm not going to talk about Dynamite. What we'll do is we'll just get to the pay-per-view after we talk about some shit, and then we'll talk about the tie-ins to Dynamite. Makes it easier. I'm not talking about the entire Dynamite show. I don't even remember half that. That sucked. There was like three parts that were like, yeah, that was fucking awesome. And then there was a whole bunch of, oh, we've got one women's jobber match on, but Billy Gunn's wrestling. All right. Ten-minute Billy Gunn match. Fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, if that was in a fucking dark match, I don't know what is. You know, I sit there and I watch it at work. You know, there's people that come in and they watch it with me. You know, like five people at the bar and they're watching AEW. And it's all a common complaint. Like, why the fuck is this guy on TV, but you got one women's match? Like, there's ways to fix this. And apparently the ratings, it's not a, uh, a, you know, the correlation saying that they were putting it in the dead zone, the women's matches. They've moved matches all over the place. People are turning, tuning out for the women. They don't give a shit. And we'll talk about it in a minute. All right. So um, backstage rumors. So Eddie Kingston and Eddie Guevara. Guevara. What's his name? Sammy Guevara. Sammy. Eddie Kingston got called fat in a promo and then punched uh, Sammy Guevara in the face. And now he's suspended. Uh, Thunder Rosa is supposedly hurt, but then there's a rumor that she was fighting with Britt Baker backstage, so she, she suspended. Um, correlation to that, apparently a wrestler said that Thunder Rosa was at a GCW show and she was fighting with people backstage there. And holy shit balls, what the fuck is going on here? Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, the only one that seems to be confirmed to this point is that Eddie Kingston did indeed strike. Uh, Eddie Guevara, uh, Sammy Guevara in the back. Now it's stuck in my head. Eddie Guerrero stuck, stuck uh, backstage. Uh, that's part of what makes Eddie Kingston good is that he's legitimately a little bit off kilter at all times. And I've definitely been in this spot before where, you know, the only reason he did this was because some of it is like he thought he could get away with it. Like some of these people not get away with it, but some of these people must genuinely hate Sammy Guevara. And he's probably been shit talk so much that he like real quick switch flipped. And he's like, I'm just going to fucking hit him. Everyone hates him anyway. And then he was like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. That was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Chris thoughts. No, I, I, I didn't know where Brandon was going with that, but I, I agree with that hundred percent. You know, one of the great things about it Kingston too is, is that the rumor comes out that he hit Sammy Guevara. <laughs> and his response is basically like, yeah, I did it, and I'm a fucking idiot for it. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> like, you shouldn't yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Can we not talk about this? If anybody should say anything, it's up to Sammy. I fucked up, and I'm not talking about it anymore. Right. And he got suspended, and he deserved it. You can't hit your coworkers. But, um, you know, I'm, I don't know. There's something. I, I refuse to believe that Sammy Guevara is so good at being a professional wrestler 
that he's managed to make me hate him on pure being a professional wrestler no, alone. No. This carries over to hear that maybe a lot of people don't like this guy in real fucking life makes perfect sense. Right. When you look at certain guys in wrestling and you made them fuck, they you, they made you hate them. Right. It was because they were good at their job. These are the greats of professional wrestling. All the other guys, fuck them. Jerks. They're probably really assholes. And this guy seems like maybe he's a really, real asshole. You get young kids who are who essentially wrestle in an echo chamber. Right. AEW fans think AEW is great and everything that they do is fucking great. So they start to believe it. But they're always surrounded by these people. They have no concept of what the outside world is. <laughs> and they kind of do realize, like, in the grand scheme of national broadcast TV, ain't nobody watching that fucking show. I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm just talking about in fucking general. Right. It's like, oh, they had a hundred or they had they almost hit a million people. Yeah, there's 330 million people in this fucking country. So that number's minuscule. But they think that, you know, you wouldn't be able to help yourself. I think it'd be difficult for anybody to be able to think that they, you know, if you exist inside this little world and this little world is telling you that you're great, maybe you are great. And then you step outside this little world and you go somewhere and they have no idea who the fuck you are. And you're like, I can't believe it. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just so fucking weird. Brandon, did you see the video on um that popped up that of uh that like um TikTok rapper he shows up in Tokyo and takes his mask off expecting people to swarm him and nobody knew who he was? Did you catch this? I did not, no. And he was like shocked that nobody knew who he was. He was in Shibuya and he like took off his mask and stood there waiting for people to come up to him. No nobody had any idea who he was. I love shit like that. So do I. Like you're you're only big with your and you may have 50 million followers on TikTok or something like that. Congratulations. There's almost 8 billion people in the world. That's yeah, right. Like, <laughs> that's nothing. One of my favorite ones of those was there's this guy that was like number one in the world in Call of Duty or something. And he goes into GameStop and he's like filming it. He's like, yeah, I'm XX killer, blah, blah, blah. And like, I think you should give me the new Call of Duty for free. And all these like $12 an hour employees are just staring at him like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what means. any of those words mean. There's, I could watch a thousand of those videos. <laughs> but I think everybody's like done that. At least I have, and knowing you guys as well as I do, I'd imagine it's come up at some point in your life where you're looking at your friends and be like, oh, uh, this guy, everybody hates this guy. I'll be the one to say it out loud to him. And then you say something and your friends turn around and you're like, yeah, we we just wanted to talk shit on him behind his back. (laughs) He's still going to be at the Labor Day party now. This is awkward. Oh, yeah. I gave somebody the all, you know, nobody likes you routine. Right. And then immediately they were saying, oh, I'm not one of those people, you know, I do like you. Like, I don't think he's, they lie to save their own ass. And then I'm the bad guy. Eh, fuck it. How many of those people are you hanging out with? I don't hang out with any of them. (laughs) I don't hang out with any of those dudes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, what else? Uh, okay. Eddie Kingston punches just Sammy Guevara. There was something else. Oh, so they had a backstage. The Thunder Rose. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't have to. We'll talk about that when we get to the women's match. Um, they have a, apparently have a backstage meeting, all staff meeting. Everybody had to get together, and Kenny Omega yelled at people and said, "You got to start acting professional." We don't know how true this is, but I did like this thing where so uh, the acclaim come out and they do a, they do their rap, they do the rap as the white man would say, the rapping, and uh, they go through some stuff and they mention, and it just goes to show like how. Twitter is not really that big of a deal. People seem to say how, what a big deal it is. 
there's a small percentage of people that actually pay attention to what's going on on Twitter, rumors on Twitter. And he mentions the backstage. They they get a big pop for Biden, you know, with the debt Biden thing. That was a big pop. But he mentions backstage. We'll have to have another backstage meeting. And he was like, oh. nothing. <laughs> I didn't even know he said it. Silence. Absolute silence. I was just like, okay. So no one, no one really. Most people don't pay attention to what's going on on Twitter. I thought that was a nice, nice little. The echo reminder. chamber exposed itself. Yes, there. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I remember I, you know, just recently got a Twitter account. I watch, I'm exposed to videos. A lot of the real reason I got it is sometimes I get the link to videos from you and I'll go to open it and it'll tell me I need an account to watch the video. So I, I ended up getting an account, but I, um, it's all, yeah, I don't pay attention to any of this stuff. Out of context porn. That's a good one. That's a great one. Uh, I watched the, one the other day took, where it's like he's two hot babes and this dude and he, there's like a, a loose wire. And then he touches the wire, and the lightning starts zapping his dick. So and he's good. going, woo, 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 and the girls are going, oh, my God. Obviously, his dick was going to be lightning charged after that. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's. I, I have no idea of any of this is going on. We, You were saying that there was backstage drama that we were going to talk about. I had to quick go Google it all. Yeah, of course. You are the person funny. that when they do these raps and they say argument, you're like, I don't fucking know what they're talking about. I don't about. fucking know what the hell these guys are talking about. There you go. Watch Being the Elite. See, that's the problem. You don't watch Being the Elite, Chris. They can maybe they could explain on Being in the Elite. The last episode of Being the Elite, did they explain Kenny Omega's T-shirt, his shirt, his clothes? Oh God! Fully clothed Under Armour gear, Kenny Omega. All right. Well, we'll talk about that because we'll dive right into the pay-per-view. So, um, first up, we don't know who's the trio's final. So, who's it we got left? We got United Empire versus the Elite. That's tomorrow. Um. Camera's off. Well, not camera's off, but show goes off. Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay have this fucking promo battle where they basically just say, like, I've got more five-star matches. Well, you think so? Well, I've got more five-star matches. Well, you left New Japan and I stayed. Well, you know what? You're not good enough to... It was such a geek battle. There was, like, it was so corny. It was, like, it was like being on Twitch and arguing about who's got more kills in a video game. It was so fake. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, sometimes I forget that I have to do a podcast, and I, I think I watched that and just was like, I don't want to see this. Just like looked at, looked away, like I don't want to have this in my memory bank. It was so terribly embarrassing. Chris, did you catch this? I'm assuming not. No, but did this lead to the tweet and then Kevin Nash being like, yeah, how much merch did you sell? Yes, he did. Well done. Yeah, I man, people missing it. the point. Like, how like, much fucking five-star matches ain't fucking paying the bills, brother. You got to no, get out there and, and entertain people. And it's, you know, you have to, yeah, yeah. And then people were arguing about, like, who made more money. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, bro, let, let me, I, I was saying this, like, you have to understand, Kevin Nash is a, 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 his ability in the ring, who gives a fuck. He is a major player in, in my opinion, and I think it's in most people who actually pay attention to what's going on, the single most important Angle in professional wrestling, modern yeah, of course, professional yeah. wrestling. We've talked about it history, before. Right? NWO. Yeah. Okay. Not only that. You're gonna, but people are arguing with people them. Are arguing. So much. Yeah, it is. It's all about how much money comes into the company. That how that's what that's what pays the bills. Yes. That's <laughs> why Tanahashi right. is still no matter who's on top, it's Tanahashi's always near it. Because yeah. people are buying those go ace fucking towels. Nash is also pretty consistently like one of the more eloquent and level headed 
of all of the old wrestlers that I, that still comment on this stuff. And also, he's mainstream. He's been in multiple movies. Yeah. Like the dudes, the dudes not get, that face. That face ain't getting fucking Billy the Birdman in any movies. That ugly motherfucker. Yeah, and this is also a guy that's managed to not lose his mind as far as becoming like a radical right. <laughs> in his older age. Like he's still kind of like, hey, fuck you, you fucking fucking right wing assholes storming the Capitol. You guys are fucking assholes. Yeah. It's like him and Dave Batista and no other wrestler. Yeah, they're all the rest of them are a bunch of dopes. Also, speaking of that, uh, the match that happened there, I was like, after the five star argument, there's a spot in that where Will Ospreay gets soccer kicked in the head and then suplexed, and he kicks out of it. And it's like, okay, these yeah. are the, here's your five star match, guys. Right. Yeah. Give me a <laughs> Who's kicking break. out of that? Like, Jesus Christ, let yeah, it that's, end. That's the end, right? That's the end. You get soccer kicked in the head. Match over. Yeah. And then suplexed onto your head. Kick out. Fuck. Only finishers kill people. In Is that what's good? Is that Did you know in real fight in real fights you have to wait until you hit your 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 power you just charged up and you hit your finisher. Otherwise you can't win. You can't not allowed to win. Yeah, you can't trip over your own feet and crack your head on the sidewalk. That doesn't happen. You get right back up. You get pop your foot. Uh, let me ask you a question. Um, one of the guys in United Empire, he's got a fat ass, right? Am I wrong? There? Massive, a fucking juicy ass. Like I wanted to that thumb that thing. Got a dunk he's got on. fucking cake. I wanted to do tongue in the butt and jerk. I wanted to do the milking table. Oh, God, that was a no big way. ass. <laughs> fucking rusty trombone. I wanted to, I wanted to get that fucking Sanchez on, brother. Oh, my God, James. Good stuff. Big ass. Hey, that guy's got a dunk on him. It was huge. It looked like... Um, I never noticed that. You guys don't have kids, and you're not around kids, but it looked like the mom from uh, Coco Melon. <laughs> Anybody at home that's right. listening will know what I'm fucking talking about. You, you wanted to put her on a milking table? I would put her on a milking table. Are we talking about which which person are we talking about? The United Empire or Cocomel? We're just talking oh, about Cocomel. All of them. Yeah. All right. Um, Dark Order versus Best Friends. This is a match. I, I didn't watch see any of this happen. I'm assuming it happened on Rampage. And the winner of these two matches, United Empire and the Elite, Dark Order and Best Friends. So it's kind of, I mean, there's no way they're having a pay-per-view that doesn't have. Wait, who's in the Dark Order? Silver, Reynolds, and Ten, I think. Right. Yeah. So, but what's his name? Is it Ringside? Correct. Cowboy shit. I have no I, idea. I think no. Cowboy shit's a Ringside. There's no way we're not getting the Elite versus Cowboy shit, right? Like that. That's. It was. It was a good run, United Empire, but you're out. And same with Best Friends. So, are we to assume that's going to be the final? What do you think, Brandon? Well, I I still think there's an outside chance that Hangman could weasel his way into this unknown heavyweight championship match um, but but if if not that then yeah okay. just because cm punk called him out and it's pretty ambiguous at this point and it would feel strange to do a, a one-on-one rematch of a squash that just happened but we can get into that when we there yeah all right let's move on uh let's talk about the main card uh what do we got uh, so far we know about jay cargill the tbs champion versus athena brandon thoughts who you got <laughs> haven't seen much Cargill since we dropped Rampage, but uh, I'm going to guess that Athena isn't the one to end the undefeated streak here. I'm excited to see the internet get upset when she doesn't win. Chris, thoughts? Um, yeah, is it okay to say that I couldn't possibly care less about this? No, I like Jane Cargill, though. I mean, I do, but yeah. it's just, it's just, it's a, um, 
I always say this. I feel fucking shitty saying it again, but reruns. It's it's the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Give me oh, some intrigue. Oh, man, there's we, no intrigue. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit on this card that stinks. Oh yeah. Um. Next up, Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs in a singles match because they're mad at each other. Brandon thoughts. Uh, get that title off of Jay Lethal. Put it in Ricky Starks hand, hands and let's get some good TV. I hope that's where we're heading through this. Chris. Yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, I mean, this this is a match that, and by no no means do I not like these two guys, but I think that this is definitely a match that should be a pre-show match. At um, this point, this could have been a this, higher on the card if there point, was more stakes. Yeah. Now it's kind of yeah. There's just nothing on. to it. Um, so this is one of those ones that you're going to have, you're going to enjoy, but you're also going to say, "Holy shit, I was up till midnight watching wrestling because." This match was on the main card. Um, like I said, I don't have a problem with either of these guys. I'm going to enjoy watching the match. But, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's just it, one of the things that AEW has a tendency to do is it lets um, it lets uh, storylines flounder. Mm. And this storyline is kind of floundering and um, whatever. We'll see what happens. But I like both of these guys, so I'll enjoy this match. How about this I don't match? I going to win. Yeah, I don't know either. How about this match? It's just singles match. Nothing says blood feud like a singles match. Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Brandon? Yeah, I don't know. but I feel like I should care more about this than I do at this point. Jungle Boy hasn't been very compelling throughout this feud. We know what we're getting with Christian Cage, so I'm assuming Jungle Boy will get put over here, but for who, for what? Chris? Yeah, I'm going to go to Ricky Waters' defense there. For who, for what? (laughs) For who, for what? Who gives a shit? All right. Uh, how about this one? Tag Team Championship. Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed. Brandon, this is um, like a four duds in a row, in my opinion. Yeah, this, this card's getting hot. I don't Chris, know. Chris, what you got? <laughs> they um, waited. They had they had no time to build anything between two tag teams. No, they did it what in the a promo. They did it in a fucking promo. They have no reason to be going at it, these two. I mind you that some of this stuff might change a little bit because we have Dynamite and Rampage coming up this week. Yeah. And they're kind of pushing the ass boys, so maybe the ass boys end up in this match too. I don't know. We'll see. Right Even now, still. that's five matches that I don't give a shit uh, about. <laughs> uh, let me, I could just say, I, I've said this before too. Um, champions shouldn't be challenging people. I'm sorry. You're the you're not you're the champion. You're not the there's a champion and there's a challenger. And the reason why he is the challenger is because you have the belt and he is challenging you for that belt. There, I don't fucking understand this when champions are like, oh, yeah, you think you're tough. Let me put this thing on the line for you. Let me risk what makes me all of my money for no reason. There right? is like you have to come to me. I don't come to you there. They do that in stardom a lot. Where the person that's the champ would be like, this is who I'm naming as my challenger. The reason why. And they give you a reason usually. Because we, I don't know, train together. We are the same year graduating and I want to test myself. But I agree to your point where it's like, I'm the champ. And then somebody says something bad again about you. Like, oh, your mama smells. You go, you said that about me? I'll put my title on it. Like, what, what do you, you, know, you fucking baby you fucking face? Take stupid t- baby face. take faces. that title. You take that title and you fucking rub it in their face. And smell. they say that. Like, oh, smell. yeah, my mom smells. How's that smell? It's good like money, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what you do. There you go. That's it. I win. I got the belt. Singles match. Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. 
the promo leading into this. So we get Jericho in the ring. Uh, Daniel Garcia comes out. Brian Danielson comes out. And they're having this whole thing. And I thought this was really good because Garcia looked like a kid in a divorce. He was like, Mom, I don't want to stop saying that about me, about Dad, Mom. Dad, just been there for me. And I don't care about your differences. Oh, Dad, leave her. Dude, this, I thought this was really good. And the best part of it is when he shoves Jericho and Brian Danielson's face, he's laughing his fucking ass off. This was, this was really good. I like this. Brandon, thoughts? I did too, yeah. And nothing will make a grown adult man look like a kid than when he starts calling other men his hero. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I thought of someone as a, a hero to me. So I thought I got a kick out of that. Um, I've never, th- I can only- honestly say I've never thought of a real person as a hero. It's all as a fantasy hero. people. Like, oh yeah, Batman's um, my fucking hero, bro. I don't know. There's been there's been times where I've seen videos of guys falling down steps naked. And I've gone, my guy's my fucking hero. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, I mean, that, <laughs> that's, a, that's a little bit fucking different. But it's also very short-lived. Ten minutes later, I forgot that they're my hero. Mm-hmm. And then I move on. Um, but this was, uh, I love I love Danielson just, <laughs> like. Fucking laughing. Yeah, he's just like, look what's happening. This is great. <laughs> I caused this. My plan is working. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Jericho getting Lynch. pushed and just staring back at him for like 25 seconds straight was great. It was great. I loved all but, of this. Yeah. Jericho, he's just so fucking good. I don't care. He's just, he knows what he's doing. He's been around for a long time for a reason. And it's shit like, yes, <laughs> for way too long. And I got to say, listen, you know, we rag on Jericho and how bad he looked. He looked, he looks great now. He's getting some yeah. of those Botox injections. His skin looks a lot smoother, smooth, and he's lost some weight. He's got stem cells injected into his hair follicles. Yeah, that too. Stem cells all over him. You can see the stem cells growing out of his face. Coming out of his ears. It feels like somehow he's shrunk his head like 10%. That's a drinking, man. That's he's booze. cut back on drinking. John Moxley did the same thing, and he came back, and he was like, oh, shit, he's really good looking and thin when he's not drinking instead of puffy. Ooh. We were we were in the uh, we were in the truck uh, driving. We were going to get something to eat yesterday, and uh, my wife had said, "Oh, here's so and so, looking puffy as ever." And I was like, "That's got to be seventy percent of that is of that puff. Seventy five percent is is booze. Yeah, right. It's all booze. You know, especially when you get to a certain age, you get to that puff where the puff don't go away." Right. I said, "Look at me. I said I'm forty six years old." No booze, no puff. I got lots of puff. I'm all puffed up. Puff. Get rid of that booze puff. (laughs) Buff the magic dragon No booze, no puff. Go puff. Go puff. (laughs) I'm go puff. (laughs) Wah, wah. I had had delivery from go puff last night. I'm puffing all way. I'm going to be like like fucking state puff marshmallow man. I got Gushers and and I got Gatorade four times a week from go puff. And it's great. Is that they an advert for it? Ad on, on Instagram. It had, we order Gushers and something else, and Doritos and Gatorade four times a week from GoPuff. And then underneath this comment, you eat Gushers four times a week? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? This is loaded with them. Growing so next, will be on a, next will be on a pen medical commercial for the bowel cancer unit. <laughs> Prostate cancer. That guy? Cooper. Prostate cancer. I'm Charles. Oh, I've been no. shitting out gushers five times a week. 
<laughs> All right, casino ladder match. Winners. You think the turds I'm are sorry. are solid on the outside and liquid on the inside? Dude, like I, gotcha. I I am like cereal ate a bag like a crazy person ate a bag of uh of of, of Skittles. Oh, and my shit was it it was like t- I definitely taste the yeah. rainbow. The taste rainbow the came rainbow. out my asshole. Shout out your ass. It was like when you see those rainbow uh bagels. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Shit came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gelatinous and weird. There you go. Diarrhea delivered. <laughs> my wife, uh, we had all this food in the house and she didn't feel like cooking. And she had a taste. She's like, I kind of want buffalo chicken. You know, in retrospect, I was like, well, why didn't you just order buffalo chicken? She ordered GoPuff buffalo chicken cones. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Oh, no. The pizza, the pizza cones. Pizza cones. Shanks. Yes. 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 She ordered those. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No blame. I never dabbled in that. Yeah, that looks like you're sitting on the toilet for 30 to 45. She's like, well, I did order beer, too. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You were like, let me get some pizza cones, too. Casino ladder match. Winner receives a future AEW World Championship match. Participants, TBD. Do we get a surprise participant? Brandon? Every time. Who are you thinking? I have missing. no idea, and I think that's what I kind of like a, about this. There's a this. big it's... name that's missing. He's not going to be in this, I don't think. I think it'd be a letdown because this is probably going to lead off the show. Go ahead. Maxwell? Yeah. Are you referencing? I am referencing Maxwell. You think he'll be on this? I do not think he's going to be in the casino ladder match. But he'll, he will be appearing during the show. I think he will be appearing in the show. This is my big prediction, and it's not that crazy. I talked about it to a couple people. I noticed that the heavyweight championship match is not on this list. So we might have some shit going down this week. He's going to be involved in the heavyweight title scene. I think that's how he comes back. Either he fucks Mox or fucks uh, or Punk. One or the other. I think he, this is his big return. I think they did a great job. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Well, let's just talk about it now since we're on it. So um, on Dynamite, we get, you know, kind of is, you know, eyebrow razor when it's not the main event. You get the heavyweight championship match between CM Punk and uh, John Moxley, uh, CM Punk goes for a uh, roundhouse kick. He re-injures re- his ankle that he had surgery on. Moxley proceeds to beat the fucking piss out of him and wins the title. Listen, this was fucking awesome, in my opinion. Also, the fans were pissed. They thought it was real. You could tell they thought it was real. He was really hurt. I fucking love this. I think this was fucking perfectly done. I hope you guys disagree. Brandon, thoughts? I don't. No, I, I actually agree with you. I, this was fun. And it's like uh, sometimes I wish that this happened more. I think more we've talked about it. Like, not everything needs to be like, uh, well, we know this is going to be 20 minutes and I don't have to watch the first 15. This uh, caught me off guard in the best way possible. Um, and it definitely opens a door where – Probably what part of the reason why I actually am somewhat excited for this pay-per-view is I don't know where this goes. I don't know, which is good because I we I feel like fucking Nostradamus half the time, and I'm not that smart. <laughs> Chris, good. This uh, was fucking brilliant. Um, I did like – I do want to say one thing. For a man that actually physically fought in the UFC two times – Motherfucking throw high kick worth of shit. Yo, this that being said, this was a set, said, this was a total callback was, to the him losing in UFC. Yeah, yeah. This, this was, was awesome. beautiful. This was beautiful. Uh, 
Um, I love the fact that he got hurt. This and also, uh, Brandon, I think you'll 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 be able to remember that uh, relate to this when uh, McGregor fought Poirier and broke his leg, and Poirier fucking pounced on him and started beating on him, and that was it. Doesn't matter, you broke your fucking leg. This, yeah. this it doesn't end. And he broke his foot, did whatever he did to his foot, and fucking Mox just was like, "Fuck you, you're dead," and beat the piss out of him. My only not a complaint, my observation. You went through the trouble of telling us how you were going to stick with these matches. TBS gave you time to stick with these matches as long as they went. It was the perfect opportunity to surprise the shit out of everybody. Have that be the main event and have that die as quickly as it did and end the show at exactly 10 o'clock. Even though, because now you're telling me we're going to go late, right? So now this six-man, this trios match that's on, Ended up being the main event. But this trios match, you put that on first. That goes as long as it did. But you've pushed this show now to fucking 10 of 10. Yeah. And now everybody's going, there's no fucking way. They're telling us. They've already told us that this show is going to, they've got time. So in your head, we're going to get a banger. And the show's going to go late. And it's going to be fucking awesome. And then he gets fucking squashed. Show ends. Move on the next fucking week. I think they blew an opportunity there. I agree. Right. I I'd mentioned it before. Um, I talked about it. That yeah, it was kind it, of a it, big giant question mark when it was bef- wasn't the main event. This is a heavyweight championship. This needs to be the main event. Yeah, yeah. I just think that. I mean, adding to that, the fact that they push the fact that they're saying over and over again, "Oh, look, we're going to stay with Dynamite." Um, TBS has given us permission. They're going to stay with Dynamite for as long as we can to get all these matches in. Thank you to TBS, and TBS is letting us stay. And blah 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 blah. They said that about ten times. Mm-hmm. Great. Use it. Mm-hmm. You didn't use it. Fucking use it, man. I mean, I guess that was, the, now, that was the decoy instead. That was the thing. Right. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. Now, after that, now this match is nowhere near as important as the heavyweight title match. But now, after the heavyweight title match is over and you got 20 minutes, you know when that match is going to end. Right. Like, we're ended at 10 o'clock now. Okay, I see it. But no, I thought this was great. I loved, I went into a, I went to a, I went to a, a what do they call it? A, a comment rabbit hole. Oh, nice. Sweet. Give me some. What do we got? I don't have anything in particular, but people were fucking infuriated. Good. Good. I don't believe they did this. I don't believe they did this. I don't believe they did this. And once again, back to what we were talking about with Suzu Suzuki. It is the fucking, it's a plot point. It's not an, it's a fucking, it's not like, and I think that a lot of times with the, uh, AW fan base, you have, I think it's safe to say you have people that what we were talking about before that associate five star matches with good wrestling. And that's it. If it's a great match, then it's a great wrestling show. And stories make wrestling. Matches are a very big part of it, but it's storytelling during the match. This is a fucking plot point. You have a fucking pay-per-view coming up. Do you think it was immediately Punk's leaving? That was out there. I love that. He's, he's mad. Leaving. He's mad. He's, he's leaving. Mad. He's I love leaving. it. What are you talking? This is a guy who, when he left WWE, said, "You're not telling any stories, right? I'm going out to I'm going out uh, SummerSlam or Mania. I think it was Mania. I'm going out in Mania and I'm losing the Brock Lesnar. Then what? That was a big gripe. Then what? And he fucking, he goes out there, he gets fucking, ah! It was so good. Ah, oh my god. My foot. 
It's, I, ah! you know, we're watching, I was saying earlier, we were watching at the bar. It's like five people. We're all into it. Everybody, when that shit happened, was screaming, kill him, Max, kill him. Yeah. And then I was going, bite his fucking foot. And he grabbed his ankle and started twisting. I thought he was going to bite it, man. I was so excited. This this was great. This was fucking pro wrestling. They had everybody fooled. We were yeah, all fooled. And this fooled. is why I watch. When it's predictable, it's not fucking fun. This was great. I love it. Fuck you if you didn't like it. Fuck you. Don't listen to us. Brandon, thoughts? Whoa! He's just in fan numbers. We're just like... Yeah, he's like followers. followers on Twitter. We have three. They're all gone. <laughs> Loved it. My Grammy will still listen. We'll be all right. Sorry for cursing, Grammy. Sorry about sorry about talking about milk at table. Milk at table. Gammy. I hope she doesn't Google milk at table. Gammy, don't Google milking table, please. Go ahead. No, you guys nailed it. Beautiful. All right. So, like I said, I think, you know, it's not much of a prediction. I think we're getting MJF at some point in this pay-per-view. It has not been officially announced that the sh- that the match is happening at the pay-per-view. This match is happening at the pay-per-view. Um, I'm assuming uh, Cowboy shit is not on the card yet. Uh, MJF is definitely coming back, you fucking fools. You were worked again, and I love it. Yeah. He's coming back. We're getting him at this pay-per-view. Is this – this is – correct me if I'm wrong. This is their biggest pay-per-view, right, the Labor Day one? Yeah, I think all out. This is like the first. No, all in is the big one. And all in is what in the spring? I know. Well, all in. I'm saying all in is the big one because all in was the original pay per view. Okay, okay, that's what. Yeah. I don't think they do all in anymore. I think all in was just the one all in, right? All out. uh, All out is like the sequel. Yeah, all in was the standalone. It's full gear, double or nothing. All out and yeah, this is the big dad. Re- revolution, revolution, revolution. That's the four. And I guess forbidden door if that ever happens again. That's another big one. Yeah, but yeah. This is that's the big, big daddy. Yeah. This is you know I think CM Punk and Danielson and everything were last year right. That was this time. We're definitely getting MJF back in there. It would just be oh, nice yeah. to go into one of these seven hour slogs not knowing everything that was going to happen you right. know within 10 percent accuracy so like leave this open-ended going into it well that's the you know that's <laughs> one of the, the reason why we're celebrating this cm punk loss is because it was unpredictable i'm into it you know when it's predictable yep. it's not as much fun listen i know you you fucking smart marks in that crowd how upset you were and how you really thought he got hurt on the tv show they fooled you and that's what we're in here for that's what we're here for Stop believing everything you read. That's right. I love AEW. They're oh. feeding into these fucking dirt sheets, too. They're like, we'll just send them bullshit. We'll send them fucking fake shit all the time and see what so, happens. Good. So I, I, if you I, if you watch enough wrestling, you know that when a guy gets seriously injured, it's go home time. It's not <laughs> go grab the injury and yank on it. Yeah. It's not the wrestler going over and, and twisting the foot. Um, uh, I... I, I so I don't know how the rule set works with that double or nothing or that casino battle royale. Um, but if it – can we have a joker come in, win, and then challenge for the title at the end of the fucking night? But I think – yeah, but who's the joker? It's MJF. MJF. I think that's a disappointment. If MJF doesn't okay. just show the fuck up, if he's going to okay. win a match and then do it, then you're yeah. not, you've given away MJF. I think yeah, MJF has true. to come and fuck everybody. Yeah, that's true. Because he hates CM Punk. Right. 
So if he comes he and he wins Mox? this, it's a ladder match, by the way. It's not the Battle Royale. That's what I mean. Right, right. Oh, that's right. You it's said Battle the, Royale. I, did, I just wanted it, to clarify. It's not it's the, the one where they all come in. In groups. In groups. That's all the, the aces. All I don't the mind hearts. that. No, it's, it's fine. Royal, it's, a it's a Royal Rumble that doesn't take us fucking long. Right, true. Um, it's uh, <laughs> that's, that's on Double or Nothing. That's where that's, that one yeah, is. Okay. The casino one. Yeah. The casino show in Vegas. Yeah. The casino show they do it in Vegas, and that's basically just taking off from Ring of Honor doing Sam's Club. I'm Sam's. trying to think of who's been released from WWE that would be a big. I mean, we could predict. I mean, it doesn't make a difference if we know who it is, but who would be? There's always a Joker in all of these. In that match, the ladder match too. Remember, we yeah, went and saw yeah, one yeah. live, and it was at, uh, it was uh, Adam it was Page Cowboy shit. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think that I don't know what is Marty Skrulls. Big show. Uh, Garganis. Now Gargano's WWE. Oh, is he back with yeah, WWE? Back? Never, he, he, he was on Raw last yeah, night. He was on Raw. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I did see back. that. All right. He was yeah. on Raw. Anyway, we'll move on. Maybe we'll think of somebody. Uh, four-way match for the interim AEW Women's World Championship. Uh, uh, Thunder Rosa, some crying. Thunder Rosa injured. She just got to drop the title. So we get Tony Storm, Dr. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Shida. For the women's world championship, Brandon thoughts. Yeah, we didn't talk too much about the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker beef. I don't really have. I don't think it's yeah, that interesting. It they seem to genuinely. They seem to genuinely hate each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I can kind of see Britt Baker being a little bit of like one of those line cutter ladies that that seems to be the the issue with her. I don't think she's deserved. Uh, another title run here so i'm gonna i'm assuming her and hater will team up but i think they're gonna go with tony storm in the end here that would probably be the most interesting going forward try something else out we have a tag match tomorrow storm and Sheeta versus Britt baker and jamie hater chris thoughts okay i i think this match is going to be a lot of fun except for the moments when Britt baker comes in and bogs it the fuck down <laughs> it's going to yeah. be really good and then it's going to go through multiple periods of pure quicksand when she comes in with her size 22s and just bogs it the fuck down. It's She's going to be got three city. of the best female workers in AEW, and then you have Britt Baker. And then, yeah, and you're going to see how, and like I said, I always say before, it's like, yeah, they're three great workers, but are they carriers? I don't know if anybody and in that Jamie company. Jamie Hader is pretty good. Jamie, she carry, she yeah. Can carry anybody. <laughs> she can carry anybody. Um, we'll see. Uh, but uh, I, I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of, oh, God, in the moments where, where, um, DMD is in the ring. I think like okay, I'm I'm going in this optimistic and the optimistic in the fact that I think that this is a chance for AEW to hard reset their women's world championship scene. Yeah. Let's do a hard reset. Forget the last year. The last year fucking sucked. Yep. Or the last six months, whatever. It stunk. Let's hard reset. Let's put the belt on. One of these three girls that aren't named Britt Baker. And let's start from there. Because out of this, we could possibly get Jamie Hayter turning on Britt Baker. That'd be great. Now we get Britt Baker out of the title scene. Jamie Hayter can be made to look like what she is, a fucking great wrestler. Let her talk once in a while. Because she doesn't speak for some fucking unknown reason. I guess Americans don't like British people. I don't know. No, I don't. She doesn't shit speak. They pulled. I just we had to throw all that tea in the harbor. It's unbelievable. Shit. I'm done. I'm over it. Yeah, 
We won the revolution. Let's give him back a little something. Let's get Jamie Hader on TV with talking. Um, yeah, hard reset. I'm into it. Sorry, Thunder Rosa. You need a break. It's just not that working. Was, this title, this title, fucking is not working. That was a garbage time of of a. Well, I mean, we talked about it. Their entire women's division sucked, and it wasn't due to the talent that was there. Yeah, it was just everything else around it. And like, look, I have a lot of. I say a lot of shit about Britt Baker. Britt Baker's got the like. You know, she got the mic skills and all that she stuff. Merch. She's, she sells merch, and that's great. What annoys me about Britt Baker is that the AW fans actually fucking consider her a good wrestler. Yeah, wrestler of the year, wrestler of the year. Like her, yeah, her her technical, you know, her 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 ability in the ring. It just it like like I said, it just everybody looks like they're building they're wrestling in sand when they're wrestling her. Mm-hmm. She just bogs shit down. That fucking that pre-show match that we watched during the summer a couple years ago. She's gonna throw up. Yeah, oh, she looked like Tank Abbott this fucking late UFC day. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible. I get that reference. Brandon, final thoughts? Tank, Tank Abbott. That's good. I'm good. Tim Sylvia out there. <laughs> I um, uh, We got a couple of people that have been missing from the... Uh, I don't know if they're hurt or not. Uh, Nyla Rose, MIA. Riho was hurt. She's in Japan. She's back at she's back working in September. She's doing a Choco Pro show, so she'll be back. This this uh, could get interesting, and hopefully this Thunder Rosa going away is the big key to it. Sorry, starting well, girls like, coming there. <laughs> Got it. Seems like Tony Khan actually has been put on his heels here a little bit with the the injuries and uh, kind of throwing this thing together in a short period of time, which I think actually might benefit them because. When he's had all the time in the world, these things get a little boorish. Mm-hmm. Six-man tag team match. Uh, Wardlow with FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so um, what else do we have to talk about? about Chris, it. you're a Impact Wrestling guy. Who who are the uh, Murder Fuck City that. Devils? Murder City Devils. Uh, it's this <laughs> dude that comes on drunk and sings like shit and a bunch of people that think he's great. Sure. Sure. Um I uh, I'll never forget Jimmy posted <laughs> Jimmy posted something about the Murder City Devils. If you don't know who they are, they're a band. Yes. And said, "Remember when these guys were good?" And someone commented, "No." <laughs> <laughs> um. So I am not familiar with Chris Saban. He's always been a uh an impact Ring guy. Honor, Ring of Honor impact. Ring of yes. Honor for a little bit. Impact. Murder City, Machine Guns, uh, Alex Shelley, I only know from his brief time with uh, Kushida, with Time Splitters, when that brief time, not brief time of them being together, but brief time, I caught them at the tail end of their their little, uh, what were they, the junior tag title run that they had, they were in that scene pretty big in New Japan, but I don't, I mean, I do know this, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I do know this. I'm pretty sure that they're fucking baby faces. They're always fucking baby faces. And they're coming in to help the shittiest of shitty guys on the fucking planet. That's the, oh yeah, this asshole needs our help. Let's go against everything we stand for and help the jerk. <laughs> help the jerk. Like, what the fuck? And you have two dudes. Why aren't they wrestling? What's with the giant guy? The giant guy must not be able to work Stop at all. Sing? Yeah, he must not be able to do anything. Just... Choke slam people, man. Fucking do it. Get in the ring. Yeah, Let's go. That's it. You know who else couldn't do shit? Almost. Almost. He's awesome. He's fucking great. I don't even know if he's on TV anymore. I don't know. I don't watch. 
There you go. So we're excited. Where are you at level-wise excitement uh, there, Brandon? Um, compared to, to stuff that I actually get excited about, like yeah. a four. But compared to AEW pay-per-views, like a seven and a half. Okay, seven and a half out of 23, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Chris, excitement level. I want there's only one thing. I can't give you an excitement level the until I watch Dynamite tomorrow night, and then I know a little bit more what's going on. So yeah, I'm going to go with up. like four. I'm at a four out of forty. Uh, Eleven and point three. I'm at four out of forty right now, but it might change to a fucking eight or a nine after Wednesday. A lot of these guys are going to come back, there's, and they're going to be like, and I hope he fucking wins the title, and they're going to be like, MJ, about MJF? Yeah. No, they're going to clap. They clap him. They love him so much. You mark. I want to. I like the ambiguity though, for some of this. Uh huh. It's fun. Do you know what I'm not? Chris, I you always like? talk about that. Like, I don't need to know every single thing that I'm signing up for when I when I agree to watch this. No, I mean, I like that they're keeping it a mystery until the last minute. Um, I think from a, you know, a customer's standpoint, I think you should know what a majority of what's going on in the pay per view. This way, you don't, you know, you you you. If, you 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 might want to give them a majority of the card. You don't want to keep too many secrets yeah. because if you keep too many secrets, nine out of ten. If you have if you have five secrets that you've kept, four and a half of them will be shit when they're revealed. That's just the nature of yep. everything, right? Um, so you know if you're like, oh, it's a mystery partner, uh, that's gonna stink, you know. And I mean, it's like I'll tell you what, like what we were just talking about, fucking, he names the Jay Lethal names the Motor City Motor City Machine Guns, Motor City Devils, his fucking partners. I was just like, I mean, who are you fucking selling that to? Who's buying that? Right. Who is saying I need to see the Motor City Machine Guns on fucking AEW television? They got That's the, the very they got the very specific AEW pop of oh I'm not sure who that is but I, everybody yeah. else is cheering so yeah they also got that pop of <laughs> oh somebody I've heard of before but I've never seen him in an AEW ring oh it'll be great Chris Saban I think though like, I guess the only point I'm making is like if you leave one like if if you watch this they probably have enough equity build up with you at this point and they've so over announced every single week that if you leave one world title match a bit ambiguous at the top I think that could play in their favor as opposed yeah. to stopping people from buying yeah no no I I, I agree excellent then again then again I thought it was going to big big deal surprise down at ECW arena and it ended up being King Kong Bundy. So, you know, <laughs> God, what if, what if they dig up King Kong Bundy out of the earth? His giant coffin. He's dead, right? Yeah, yeah he's dead. From Seaside Heights or wherever the fuck he was from? Point Pleasant. He's Point Pleasant somewhere. AC. One man gang. Him and one man gang. Both Jersey guys. Yeah. Bing bong. Oh, I wanted to ask you guys. I'll put you on the spot now. So I got an extra ticket to a show up in North Jersey. Who wants to go? September. What is this what is the show? Uh, Eastern. Well, Asuka was supposed to be there. She's not coming because she went and did this Wrestle Queendom show and got robbed. So she's never coming back to the United States. She got robbed? <laughs> Something like that. She didn't get paid. They made her sit. The, the person running the show had, had, to, had her sleeping in their house. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Um, and uh, Jungle Kiona is going to be there. It's her first big match back. You don't have to pay for the ticket. You just got to come with me. <laughs> to North Jersey? 
Yeah. What was, day is it? It's on? a Friday, I believe. Well, I'm free on Fridays. I'll oh, give Brand the first first choice of. <laughs> no, what yeah, the, go the date? Hold on, let me look at my calendar. Hold on. I think it's the 15th of September. Oh, I may have a match that night. I can't. It's go. The 16th. That's a Saturday. That's that's a Friday, and I may be on a match card that okay. night, so I can keep that night over open. Brand, I got an extra ticket, free ticket. It's got your name written all over it. Oh boy. <laughs> you don't have to go. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> You know what? It's not. I'm hoping they announce a uh, replacement. Then it might be a big deal. But they haven't announced anything since Oscar dropped. So, so I. uh, It's not even North Jersey. It's that slog to North Jersey up the fucking turnpike that I fucking despise. No, I mean I don't. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying. Like if I didn't have that card, I would have said yes right there. I don't give. I like going for the ride and shooting the shit. I don't fucking care. Bullshit for the ride. Go watch wrestling. Go eat some fucking Dominican food up in North Jersey and then uh, head back. But I have. I'm an backup, an alternate, in case anybody drops out on this uh, jujitsu card on Friday at the Steamfitters Hall down at the, on, in Philly. So, hey, if I you want to go check out Chris, watch Chris get the shit kicked out of him live. That won't happen. I'm pretty goddamn good. All right, yes, Ooh. that's some confidence. That's what I like to hear. If you want to watch, he's going to be fighting. Yeah, we don't have a we don't I don't have an opponent yet. It's in two weeks, so odds you know, it's I'm basically waiting to see if somebody backs out. Uh if that happens then I'm in, but if it doesn't then just move on to the next one. There you go. Yeah. Go watch Chris Rassel. It's pretty sweet. Nice. Anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Hey WWE stuff, rumors, bullshit. Brandon, we got anything? Yeah, I, I did. I meant to mention this earlier. But one of my favorite uh, tweets I've seen recently when we were talking about Eddie Kingston, Disco Inferno, Glenn Gil, Glenn Gilberti. Yeah, guys, a nightmare. Because so the fight, I guess, with Sammy Guevara and uh, Eddie Kingston was about fat shaming, which we would never do such a thing on this no, podcast. But uh, uh, Disco Inferno, Glenn Gilberti says wrestlers and fans need to pull a full stop on this fat shaming bullshit. The wrestlers being fat shamed need to put the effort into the gym and diet instead of playing victim. Do the fucking work and stop embarrassing this industry. To which Eddie Kingston, Mad King 1981, replies, You never did the work, and the boys kept you around to laugh at you. I remember hearing the story where Big Show farted in your face. You ain't a man. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. That's good stuff. Chris, thought. Oh, I was like, let's go. So, you know, here's the thing. Um... I fat shame, and it's usually because I'm a hateful motherfucker that shouldn't do it. Uh, so I'm calling myself out on that one. Uh, and it's usually when you do something wrong to me and I'm not anywhere near you, and then I leave the situation, then I go to that bad fuck. So, um, but that being said, I think in, in a certain, there's a certain, um, the way things are now, there's, a, and especially in that business, that fat shaming is one thing saying somebody's a bad person because they're overweight. That's one thing, but turning around and telling somebody, Hey, look, one, maybe one of the reasons you're not over is because you look like shit. It's harsh, but it's a fucking reality. But he's and, over. Eddie Kingston. Well, I get that. Yeah. I just understand what I just, we're going to, we're going, uh, and one of the biggest ones to, uh, multiple guys have said it, uh, uh, Cody Rhodes being the last one that, that I heard say it is Brian Danielson. Big on that. He'll tell you to your face, you look like shit, you need to lose weight. Mm. So, you know, I mean, but I think that's in like, this is kind of what the outline of what is expected of you from the fan base to look like. And if you're not meeting that, that might be something you need to look look at. Yeah. 
right or wrong, we're not getting into that. That's what it is. Wrestling fans expect it to see something. But to sit there and say to somebody, you're not a good person because of this, that's a completely different fucking animal. I don't know exactly what was said by Sammy Guevara. But the other thing he is... He did a promo in a ring and he basically said he was fat. Yeah, that, that's lazy. Also, Eddie Kingston did another tweet. He did like a stream of these. Like it was a couple of weeks after he got... Or the week after he got suspended, all the news came out and he waited a couple of days and then he started posting about it. Because he was posting about the show up in uh, Lehigh Valley. That's that what happened. The, the charity show. And right. um, he ended up saying, like, and he, you know, without saying Sammy's name, he said he was sorry for doing all this. And, you know, that's inappropriate and you shouldn't do that at work. You know, I'm in the wrong for doing this. But he also said, you know, Chris Jericho's book says that you should never bury your opponent. You should always try to put them over. So just calling someone fat and not saying like that's just not how you run a promo. That's not the proper way to do a promo. I agree with you. What you say is you may not like the way he looked, but that guy's tough. So you're putting him down, but at the same time saying he's great. You know what I mean? And you don't just go, you're fat. You're ugly. That's not that's not the way this is. You Like even Jericho, when he makes fun of somebody, he always makes himself look like an asshole at the same time. Right. You know, and he makes the other person look great. Archie Bunker. The Archie Bunker, right? Yeah. Archie yeah. Bunker was a fucking racist. He didn't win at the end of the episode. He no, lost he every lost. fucking every fucking episode. Lose. The bad guy lost, right? Yes. They, um, I, 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 we were. It's this WWE did this for a while because it was non wrestling writers writing, and they were following those back in the like those. Um, I think it was when Roman may have been going at it with Sheamus, and they were calling Sheamus tater tots. You remember this? Yeah, it was terrible. He said, "Okay, the big issue with it was." Now you've given the fans something to chant against the heel to make the heel look stupid. And the only way that you can come, there's no comeback without making you look bad, right? You don't have an argument against them. You need to make this guy. So then when you beat this guy, what's a big fucking deal? You need to make this guy look fucking great. This way, when you beat him, you look great. And I don't, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that 100%. I think that that's a shitty way of doing fucking, doing a promo. It's fucking lazy, right? I right. mean, it's CM just. Punk does promos where he puts down the other guy all the time, but he always makes them look good at the same time. Well, I mean, he put down Mox and then got squashed got by the him. Got fucking piss kicked out of him. Right? I mean, that's how, how it works. Yeah. Also, CM Punk's the heel in this, right? Like, everything he said is the heel. He's the heel. They're still cheering him because they love CM Punk. That's the way it works. He's the bad guy. Yeah, you could cheer, cheer a bad guy. Yeah, but he's right? the bad like guy. Him. He's, he's, yeah. But he's the bad guy here. Yeah. He's been the bad guy quite a bit. Yeah. He was the bad guy against Eddie Kingston. As soon as he starts doing best in the world stuff, you're the bad guy. Right. So, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's fucking lazy. Yeah, Brendan. That deserves a big show style fart in the face in the locker room. Maybe not well, a slap, though. The, the, let me tell you something. I will say this for Disco Inferno. Okay. To his credit, he None. is he is the last true holdout of WCW. Yeah, no one will hire him. <laughs> He's a fucking moron. Um, the other thing was uh, I watched a uh, little bit of Raw last night. Yeah, how'd it go? Uh, it was um, I did not see the Riddle. Oh, that was that great. Rollins thing. That was great. Now I would assume in that. Uh, I mean, if you, I, don't, if you don't watch WWE, they did a side by side um, promo where uh, Riddle was talking shit on on I guess uh, Seth Rollins' family or something like that, and he said, "You want to talk about family? 
years lefty and a divorce. And Riddle's like, I'm going to kill you. It was really good. They're leaning into that AEW style shit. And yeah. smart. Good. Yeah. Um. So I didn't see that. I saw that on Twitter this morning. But I did see a match. We talked about this before. There was a guy that was one of the best wrestlers in the world. And now he works. He's worked for WWE for a while. And you forget he exists. He's a bit backwards in his thinking, but he's a phenomenal wrestler. That and I didn't use that word on purpose. It just came out. I watched AJ Styles last night. I forgot how fucking good that guy was or is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a tag match between it was um, it was uh, AJ Styles. I guess Dolph Ziggler is a baby face again. So it was AJ and Dolph Ziggler versus um, Punishment Martinez, uh, Damian Priest, mm-hmm. and um, Finn Balor, and it was fucking excellent. I really enjoyed it. We just put it on. I was like, oh, I'll watch these four dudes. Um, so, yeah, I did watch a little bit of WWE. We do pop in once in a while. Um, and then they cut to a promo of uh, they had a tag, a women's tag tournament, I guess. And the mm-hmm. finals was EO and Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez and Aaliyah. And Aaliyah and Raquel Gonzalez were, this is my friend. And I was like, I fucking lost me. <laughs> I turned it off. I was just like, we're best friends. I do love when Raquel Gonzalez just starts fucking going to town in Espanol. And she did that. But I was just like, yeah, you went right back to this is how friends act. We're good guys. It was so like, so 80s. Yeah. And then Raquel's, they're going to lose the title and Raquel's going to turn on her and become a monster heel again. But it was a little WWE action. There you go. It's not complete. It seems like, uh, It seems like we're starting to get some news about changes coming through now. I mean, Vince's Triple H's family, so I, I'm not surprised to see he didn't immediately day one like flip everything over. But I, I see online like the belts are changing. You know, Gargano's back. People are happy. You know, so we'll see. Maybe this will take a couple months, but couldn't be good. I got Eos guy on the main roster, and they still can't get me going. I still won't watch. She's got, got EOS guy doing split skis in the fucking ring, and they can't get me watching. It's a hard sell for me, brother. It's yeah. going to be tough. Yeah. Irreparable no, I mean, damage. Like I said, I watched just because I was like, oh, look, AJ Styles, and he's wrestling Finn Balor, and oh, okay, this is good. And then Edge comes out, and then then Dominic Mysterio came out. And, like, and then they were like, we're friends, titles, yay! And I, was I like, did happen to show. catch uh, some stuff that's A&E shows about wrestling. WWE ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. I watched the DX one because my wife doesn't know anything about it. There was nothing on, so she was kind of drawn into it. Um, the DX one where everybody looks like a good guy. All those horrible people look like good guys because WWE produced it. Yeah. Um, and then they did the Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio story. And they showed actual footage of fucking Paraguay Jr. dying in the fucking ring. Yeah, it's like, fucking there was no wild. Edit. And I, we were watching, and I told my wife, I was like, I don't want to fuck, I can't watch this. And I left the room, and she watched it. Like foot, like high def footage of it. Like what the fuck? No parameters. <laughs> and nobody watching them, right? Like I don't know if anybody watches it. Well, no, I mean, I don't mean human beings like actually physically watching the TV. I mean, like nobody really. Do you think like um. I, I can there was no like warning that. at the beginning, like oh, I, in this episode we may see someone die. I, I I would almost guarantee that you would have to convince um, network executives that don't know anything about wrestling that people have actually died in the ring. 
Like, really? I thought they did it on a trampoline. I thought it was fake. I thought it was, uh, they don't use wires. I thought it was fake. Oh, that's right. Fucking Warner Brothers Discovery told him to stop saying shit, AEW. Um, I will tell you something about Warner Brothers Discovery. When you're watching AEW, and now that it's Warner Brothers Discovery, and I got to look at 90 Day Fiance fucking guy <laughs> in the commercials and fucking zit popping lady. Oh, I got this growth. And he's like this Pimple, fucking Dr. giant cauliflower growing out of somebody's leg. These are now the ads I'm getting. I wanted to mention this weeks ago. Mm-hmm. These are now the ads that are popping up on fucking TBS. So thank you for that shit. I didn't watch the shit before. Like, I'm just looking for love. They dumped fucking Sesame Street on HBO Max. Did they? Yep. It's on YouTube now. And TikTok. And they're. Well, apparently HBO Max is dumping all of their uh, they're dumping all of their original programming, so nothing will be specifically made for HBO Max. So the movies that go right to HBO Max, they're all gone. Now, granted, down that the movie theaters are open, I'm willing to bet that the majority of those movies are pretty fucking bad, but they would be out in the movie theater. But yeah, you don't like good Chris. You don't like seeing that uh, Gamorrean guard from Boba Fett trying to find love on. <laughs> <laughs> He's less mobile than the Gamorrean guards in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> what is that guy's deal? Was he hit over the head with a big shovel like in Tom and Jerry? <laughs> I don't know. It's Blastoise. Oh, there you go. The evolved <laughs> He's version. He's a fucking He's a squirtle Blastoise. evolved. He's a fucking squirtle. He's a Blastoise. You know, one of them Blastoise guys. He's a Blastoise <laughs> dude. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like a, built like a trash can, aluminum trash can. Gamorian. Gamorian guard. All right. I any final five. thoughts before we go? Yeah, I'm good. Let's get out of here. I got stuff to do. I gotta take a shower. I'm taking one in two days. It's a tough life. Uh-huh. To live. Thanks for joining us this Stinky. week. Joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. Go follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Wrestling Is Hard Productions. And for Brandon and Chris, I am Jim. And we'll be back here next week.